1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, thanks for choosing to watch this video where I speak to Goals Liverpool correspondent Neil Jones about Michael Edwards' next job as well as Liverpool's search for a new club doctor moving on to a transfer story of a different sort now in many ways a free agent if you like um <laughs> Michael Edwards um obviously left Liverpool uh, last year was it that or it, yeah? well, the start of this year season yeah yeah and Julian Ward obviously taking over his post um Ever since Edward's left, really, ever since it was reported he was going to leave, he's been linked to different clubs PSG, um, Chelsea, Manchester United. Um, there's been some talk about him having a bit of a hiatus, a self imposed one, away from football, away from work, essentially. Um, and there was also a mention of a contract clause that meant he couldn't go to a different football club. Um, whether that's been dismissed or not, I'm not sure. But where do you think he's at right now?
0: I think your hiatus is, is the word. I mean, I said this a few times. We had a few stories on I mean, him that I understand. What 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 the appeal is? You know, he's the transfer guru that transformed Liverpool, and Mm -hmm. you know, came you know the the, was it the laptop guru who became the sort of transfer guru. Um, But I think it does underestimate a little bit of sort of just how Liverpool worked. You know, it wasn't it wasn't Michael Edwards just plucking players out of here and there. It it, it was it was what was built. You know, around with him at the head by the end and, and around it. You know, there was other other people very much involved in that. The owners. You know, backing that the manager obviously implementing all those those bits. Um, so the idea that you could just sort of take him and say, I mean, I, I think one of the stories in the summer was Real Madrid was mm-hmm. was that Real Madrid were going to sign. Him. I, I, I immediately you sort of thought, well, I can see the appeal for Michael Edwards in the sense of working for Real Madrid, but you know, Real Madrid need someone to find extra value in in sort of unknown players or yeah. you know, park players out on loan and. Mm-hmm. Raise their value, not really. So, I think he was he was always planning to take a fair break from football. I actually told me that himself uh, at the Champions League final. I said, you know, good luck with what comes next. He said, well, what comes next is a holiday, so <laughs> a long holiday. So, I think the question is sort of how big is the itch, really? And you know, we saw Jurgen Klopp went on a similar he went on a sabbatical, and couldn't couldn't resist when when someone came calling. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Michael Edwards has made the, or is the same type of character as Jürgen Klopp. I, I, a few people have told me that they, they suspect that his next role would be outside of football or mm. certainly outside the sort of sporting director role of football. Mm. Um, so we'll wait and see. But I, I can certainly see the appeal from, from someone like Manchester United to do, you know, what are they missing really? I think they're missing structure, aren't they? They're missing, mm. they're missing systems and football sort of organisation at, at a boardroom and a, at a recruitment level. So I can see what's in it for them. I'm not sure what's in it for for Michael Edwards personally.
1: No, that's fair, enough. and I think that Chelsea as well. Obviously, Todd Bowley basically got rid of everyone, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Shire he got rid of. He was kind of in that role there. Yeah. So
0: they've it, just taken a few on. Having Joe Shields, obviously, come from. They're starting you know, to be a lot of has come know. in as well. He was at Monaco, I think. So they're they're putting some some pieces into place. So it looks mm-hmm. like looks like they've gone. Beyond. I think it's Vivell as well, Christophe mm-hmm. um that they've. It looks like they've mit- either missed the boat or chosen not to, to go yeah. down that road. Mm. Um, United, have obviously got a few others doing that job at the moment with with John Merto and I think yeah. Darren Fletcher's in a, a sort of technical advisor role. Mm. So we'll see, we'll see on it. But it's uh, I, I, the contract clause would be interesting. I, I I wouldn't imagine. I don't know how you could enforce a contract clause where you you know a year later you can't join another club. I think that might be one that you you can't do it immediately and take all mm. your. Take all your hard not drive and your, your, yeah, yeah. your, your um your, your your secrets and your you know your, your targets and that kind of thing, but I'm not sure how, how long you could enforce that for. No,
1: fair enough. Um, one final one then for you. This again came from our Discord chat. It's from Josh Hall so Thank you much again for the question. Um. And it's something actually we kind of touched on earlier with the Ox and Cater stuff because you mentioned Klopp's kind of pointed comment in his press conference about their availability. Now, we all know Liverpool don't have an official club doctor yeah. right now. Yeah. Now, where are we at with that? And like, do you envisage we'll sort of employ one soon or if yeah. not? And also, do you think the advice not to pick Ox and Cater kind of stems from not having that guidance maybe at the
0: top? I think the latter part certainly comes comes into that. I think that that's got to be a. I mean, I, I it, it was a strange thing at the time to be honest, because I I, I actually admit I didn't. I'm, I I can't remember now how sort of tight the squad was in the sense, but it, it felt like well, if there's if there's a ten percent chance, then you, you'd want those senior players. Um, but yeah, I think I think having a sort of a real. Structure like we, we said with the, with the recruitment team, we, we're talking about that. That's, that hasn't necessarily been there in the stability of the medical department. There's been people who've obviously left mm-hmm. in, in you know over the last 12 months, yeah, yeah. more. Um, the situation is Liverpool have been interviewing for the club doctor quite recently, actually. I think it was sort of around the time of the Rangers away game, mm-hmm. there, were, there was interviews taking place. So, I do expect there will be something there. I couldn't tell you who, and maybe that you know. If it's taking a doctor from another club, maybe there's a there's due process that you have to go through where it takes longer or, or whatever. But I know Liverpool are, are moving towards that, and the sooner the better. Really, you know, at, obviously there's there's a strange situation where you've got a long time between games after after sort of November the twelfth. haven't you? you know, you've got mm-hmm. a month and a, six weeks, haven't you, before Liverpool are back in action? So maybe that's the perfect time to get the get the new guy in, get him over to um, Dubai, yeah. and, and and get him sort of familiar with with the way the way the club works and mm-hmm. get the club familiar with the way he works or she. Yeah. Um so I think it I think it'll be done by by the time we sort of we, we get into the, the the thick of the World Cup.
1: Just just on that then. This is a club that's been manned so well from top to bottom in so many departments. You obviously mentioned Michael Edwards there and the succession was there with Julian Ward. Do you think this is a bit of an oversight perhaps letting us be without a club doctor for so long?
0: Yeah, I think it's unusual definitely. You know, definitely it is and I obviously you know, Jim Moxon left right before the season started, yeah. didn't he? And didn't I think you always feel a little bit sort of it's a bit strange, you know that that that's not conducive to a a, a stable and and successful part. I think there's been a lot of a lot of I wouldn't say red flags, but a lot of knowing looks from Jurgen about the medical department and there was one about Jota if you think back. And to be honest, that was I think he he almost sort of he cooked himself a little bit, again with that. He, he talked about the, you know, the medical department. Run me this morning and told me yoga could only play mm. twenty minutes. And he played ninety-five on the weekend against City. After that, and and goes down injured. And I, you wonder whether the, the medical department. I mean, this again, this shadowy sort of figure that we talk about the medical department. <laughs> and we used to do that with the transfer committee. Then we would say, oh, the transfer committee <laughs> have agreed this. The medical department might have said at the end of that City game. I'm saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. But yeah, I do think that I've been some some sort of signs of tension or signs of maybe a lack of a breakdown in communication or clarity maybe, you know, and a bit of frustration maybe from the manager that well, how long is this going to go on for? You know, look, and I think I've spoken to people who've, who've worked at, at Liverpool and other clubs about the medical and they say that, you know, it's very, very important. You don't realise how important it is that you've got strong people in the medical department who are able to say... No, you listen. You can't because if you get to the stage where you're, you're scared of the manager, or you get to the stage where you're saying, "Well, you can't," or "You could try it," or "You could do that," that's when you're getting the problems. You need sort of um, what's the word? Authority in, in there. That's gonna go really, really get that message across. And I think you could argue definitely, and you know, the evidence is there with Liverpool's injury list. They probably maybe, they definitely haven't been the. Um, the clarity that they needed this season yeah well it hasn't
1: helped As it like you say every time we seem to pick up a problem and you look at the fact there is no doctor in place it kind of just compiles doesn't it? it makes yeah and it all...
0: listen there's some you know obviously it's like um, it's like anything isn't it you have you well, loads of injuries what, what are they doing in training of course there are some that you can't you can't legislate for you like you know There was was a lot, wasn't it, made of the the pandemic season. You can't legislate for Jordan Pickford crashing into someone's knee and that kind of thing and, you know, patellar But you can definitely link back muscle injuries to load and and the intensity of training and the progression of of training and the difficulty. And I've spoken to people, actually, at Liverpool who've said, counterintuitively and maybe counterintuitively to what the manager says is that they actually feel like Liverpool are better off when there's three games in a week because it sort of it creates those natural rest days and that mm-hmm. sort of you know so you're not you, you have to t- tailor your training a little bit more and you have to sort of take a little bit of the pressure off what's expected of the players day to day so yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, look, we're going to find out in the second half of the season just how that theory is going to be put to the test because it's pretty much three games a week yeah. from January to May, isn't it? So yeah. we'll see. But I definitely I definitely think that situation with the doctor and with the medical department as a whole needs fixing mm. between, well, sooner rather than later. And I think it'll be done well in time for Christmas.
1: Hey, hope you enjoyed that. Make sure you head to Redmen Plus to catch the rest of the full show plus a whole load more great Liverpool content.